Jess, Trey, Amy, Quinn, Ray, Leah, Maddie, Ray, Lily, Charlie, Faye, M, Bryce, Daniela, Elena, Marshall. Hey everyone, it's Ash and Liz, and you're talking with my puzzle pieces. Hey guys, tonight I am here with Charlie. Um, Charlie tends to have a kind of quiet voice, so hopefully we'll be able to hear him okay. If not, um, I'll kick him every now and then and remind him to talk louder. Say hi, Charlie. Hi. <laughs> so this is Charlie. Charlie is one of, I think, the second batch of puzzle pieces that I met. Um, I don't remember the first time I met you. I was trying to think it through, and I... Do you remember? No, but I didn't talk at all. Yeah, I know. For a while, so it's, I think it's like harder to remember because I wasn't talking. That's true. There's less to like grab onto. Yeah. And I do want to talk about you and the not talking, but yeah. we should probably try to stick with our pattern here, which oh. means you have to tell them what you look like. Oh, okay. Um, I... Charlie's a boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> so there's that. Um, what color is your hair? Um, my hair is like um, black, but not like not like jet jet black, but it's black. Hmm. I don't picture you with black hair. I, I have black hair. Hmm. Well, I'm have to adjust my picture what in my you, head. What did you think I had? Like brown. No, it's, so it's, like I had dark, but I didn't realize it was black. It's more black than brown, but it's okay. not like. It's like that in-between color, you know? Yep. Where it's not, like, brown, but it's not, like, jet black. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like your dog. Okay. But <laughs> it's more black. Okay. All right. So, black hair. What what sort of length are you rocking these days? Um, it's not... It's not long, but it's... It's not, like, short. It's not, like, buzz cut. Is it, like, a tray kind of style? Like, kind of shaggy? It's kind of shaggy, but it's, it's definitely shorter. It's, but it's messy. It's kind of, like, unruly. A little bit. It's interesting it's not that like, for somebody who's all about, like, I don't know, math and numbers and logic that you would have unruly I, hair. I don't think I tried to. I think it just happened. Like, I can't make it behave. That's funny, though, because on the inside, you probably technically could somehow. I could, but I, I think, like, it it kind of chooses to do this and I accept it. It feels like a good balance, maybe. Yeah. So okay. it's kind of... A little, a little all over the place. A little all over the place, but it's not, it's not like past my ears or anything. Okay. Like, it's, it's not like long, long, mm -hmm. but it's just kind of like shaggy. I like it. But it's not like shaggy, curly like Trey's kind of was. It's mm -hmm. a little like thinner. Than okay. And what color are your eyes? Um, they're brown. Okay. And, and like a darker brown. Okay. Um, and... I wear glasses. I was just trying to decide if I'd imagined that or if that was true. Mm -hmm. What What are your glasses frames like? Um, my glasses change a lot, actually. Yeah? I didn't yeah. know that about you. It just depends on, like, what I'm feeling. Okay. Like, if they're red right now. They're, like, more square. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, like, rectangly. Rectangly, more, like, hard edges, not soft curves. Yeah, but they're not, like, the little thin rectangles. Okay. They're a little bit bigger, but okay. not, like, the big ones. Yeah. I have some that are sort of like in between size. Um, yeah, they're a little more, a little 
little bigger than mine? Or a little more rectangly? I think more rectangly. Okay. But like that in between mm-hmm. size. Like they don't cover my whole eye, but they're not like the thin rect, like the, the little ones that we all had like a decade ago. Yeah, like when that was all glasses had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What about facial hair? Do you have any? Like a little, like a tiny little scrub. How, I guess we should ask, how old do you identify? Like, roughly, do you look on the inside? And how old do you feel most of the time? Um, I would say, like, 16, 17. And that's probably how I feel most of the time. Okay. Like, I don't know, kind of like Lily. But Lil, I don't know, Lil and I are a little bit different. I'm very, she, I think she's smarter than me. Hmm. Um, she just, she's very smart. She's a different kind of smart than you. I yeah, um, but I'm very, like, my thinking is very math logical. But yeah. I, I think I'm still pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Well, and you were younger when I met you, right? How old were you when I first met you? Like 11 or 12 or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you've grown up since. Yeah, then. like 12. Okay. All right. Um, what kind of clothes do you tend to wear? Um, I wear a lot of um, jeans. Mm-hmm. Like, like tight jeans, loose jeans, ripped jeans. Not ripped jeans. Acid wash jeans. Not acid wash jeans. <laughs> Not, not like loose hanging off jeans, but not like, not like farmer boy jeans. Okay. I don't want them that tight. Okay. But yeah, so like. So kind of in the middle. Yeah, like a, like a little bit baggy, but like still fitted. Like they're uh-huh. not going to fall off. It's good. I appreciate that about you. And I wear a lot of like t-shirts with stupid sayings. <laughs> that sounds like they're like, the, like yeah. n- nerdy. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, like, I think of, like, Sheldon's okay. t-shirts, kind All of. Right. That's kind of the t-shirts I wear. Okay. That feels like it fits. Yeah. And they're, like, they're not, like, super baggy either. Like, they fit. Mm-hmm. They fitted. And, um... But not, like, super tight either, right? No. no. Not, like, skin tight, but they're not, not like, a like, muscle boy tight. No. Um, but they're not, like, big and baggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wear, like... Sketchers. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know, just cheap, like, not like Sketchers, like, like the old, like the flat Sketchers. Kinda. Yeah. Not the like. Like the old Airwalks? Yeah. I had a pair. Yeah, just. Back when those were cool. Really like basic shoes. I did not think they were basic. I thought they were the coolest. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're not, like. You just tease at you. They're not fancy. Although some of them's all match the color of my shoes to my shoes. Ooh, it's very, like, metro for you. Yeah. That's a newer, like, that's a more grown-up Charlie kind of a thing. The Charlie I first met would not have, I don't think, even cared about that. No, probably not. But, yeah, I'll wear it, like, if I have, like, a red t-shirt on, then my shoes would be red. You're so fancy. I know. It's about as fancy as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And what do you like to do when you're in? Um... I guess I do a lot of, like, I don't know, sometimes I'll go, like, walk outside, but I do a lot of just, like, hanging in the castle, and a lot of reading, and, um, puzzles, well, like, logic puzzles, and, uh, video games, mm-hmm. a lot of video games. Yep. Um, I just kind of, like, chill, sometimes I read, um, I like to hang out with people, and just, like, be 16 yeah like we hang out and we chat and more like other people chat and i like make some comments and just like hang with them 
<laughs> like, I talk, like but not... You're like, not like Lily, who is chatty. No. No, she never stops. <laughs> Sometimes I'll hang out with like, her and a couple other people. and like, yeah. Okay. What about when you're out? A lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... Still video games sometimes. I like I really like video games. And we don't have like as much time as we used to, like in college, any downtime, like I would play video games, especially if we couldn't sleep, I'd play them until like mm-hmm. two two or three in the morning. Unless Lily was reading. But if Lily wasn't out then I would play video games. It's a good distraction um, kind of activity. But I don't like I'm a much more nerdy in my video games, I think. Like I don't like the like shoot 'em up games mm-hmm. and I'm not a sports person. Yeah. At you all. like the like games that involve thinking and logic more, right? Yeah, so like I was really into the Spyro games when they came out. That was a big one. Um and I like old school video games actually more than new video games. I find new video games are too easy. Um, like I was watching your kids play a Spyro game once and like everything that they have to do it like tells them. There's like literally like an arrow, like go this way and then like a little thing pops up and tells them exactly what to do. It was like cheating. Yeah, and then there's always, like, oh, I don't know what to do, and there's, like, a help thing, and you can, like, click it, and it'll tell you what to do. Old video games were not like that. Like, you could get, like, stuck doing something because you don't know, and now it's just, like, there's just, like, do these things. Old video games, there was always, like, you could, like, like, if anyone's played the Spyro games, you, like, the whole goal is, like, get through the levels and beat the bad guy, but then there's, like, can you collect 100% of the gems? Can you collect 100% of mm-hmm. this? There's, like, other things. You yeah, can, can you find all the secret areas? And so, like, there's all these, like, little things. So I like games like that. Um, I really like, like, the, um, where there's, like, worlds that you can explore. That's, I like, I like those kind of games where it's not just, like, a straight level. Although I do enjoy, like, the old Mario, the old um, Super Mario Brother games. Sure. Um, I do not really, I don't know which ones those are. So, like, N64 or, like, Nintendo, okay. like, the... Where Mario, you looked like like what we play with your kids. Okay, yeah, but I mean, like the older graphics. Okay, but like but those games are like mirrored after the mm-hmm. original. Okay, the Super Mario where we all four play. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, it's it's the old game. It's just they've updated the graphics. Okay. So like that kind of stuff, because like those like you can collect the coins and like then secret areas. Mm-hmm. So I do like stuff like that. Um, I used to play Sonic the Hedgehog a lot in Cyber Genesis. I used to watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Does that count? Not the new one where he's obnoxious. He was probably mm. obnoxious then, but he was didn't seem obnoxious. No. No, I played the video game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I like to do... Um, I also like to help with, the, with puzzles. Mm-hmm. And I like like Sudoku and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like uh, my son has like a logic game that we've played together, I think. Yeah, the Codemaster game. Mm-hmm. I really like, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fun. And you had, um, like, Luminosity or something for a while, right? I still have it, yeah, Luminosity. Oh. Yeah, it's, like, logic games and test your brain. And I like, um, Faye likes, like, the, I like the board games, too, that are, like, logic mm-hmm. games. Faye likes those, too. Okay. She likes the fantasy part, but I like, she, I mean, she's she's kind of like that, too, though. She likes those like games. Like the, like, Harry Potter games. Kind of yeah, thing. there's, like, Harry Potter board games. Um, I also really like Harry Potter, just like Lily does. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a like the there's a couple of Harry Potter board games we have, where you're like on a team. It's a mm-hmm. deck building game, and you have to like try to figure out like the best move. Um, and, like, for like the, the whole team, not just for yourself. Yeah. So like, if I do this this turn, like, what can someone do next mm-hmm. turn? And like, should I take the hearts or someone else need like lives and um, figuring it? So I like to do I like those kind of games mm-hmm. too. Or I like to get to ride. I like that game with trains. 
Oh you, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, where you get like the cards and yeah, like, that one's fun. Build the tracks and get to the mm-hmm. cities. Um, so I like yeah. stuff like that where you have to like think it through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's something we like have in common. I think. Yeah, I like um, I like that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, what about music? I've been asking everyone about their favorite music. Um, I'm not a. I like listening to music. Um, I think I'm like Lily, where I I don't necessarily like things with a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I like a lot of like movie soundtracks as well. Okay. Um, and then this is slightly off topic, but do you think in words? No, not really. What had is this is I talked with Quinn about this a little bit. Um, it's very hard I for think, me. I think like he does either. I don't even know how to describe how I think. To okay. Be honest. Yeah, that was what I was wondering, but if you can't, that's okay. It's very, like, at, um, it's like my brain's always, like, putting pieces together. Okay. So it's, like, so your brain is a logic game. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) It, like, sees things, like, I feel like I'm going to sound crazy. Is he sings in like strings? Okay. It's like strings of thoughts and then they like wind together and then I have like a, a thought in my head. Sometimes I can put it into words and sometimes I can't. I mean, I don't think that's crazy. It's hard for me to wrap my head around because it's so different than how I think, but mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't make it crazy in any it's, way. It's like when I'm thinking about something, it's like strings connecting to other things I've thought about. So you actually see the connections, whereas yeah, many I, like, of us see... just, like, are aware they're there, sort of, but don't Yeah, see it's them. like I see the strings. Okay. I mean, that makes, like, sense on some level. Um, and do you think there's any connection to the fact that you didn't talk for a long time and the, the fact that your thoughts aren't usually words? I think so, because I think I did so much reading, so I did a lot of, like, picturing in my head. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I'd read stories, I'd, like, think of, like, how things in the stories connect. Mm-hmm. So it's like the strings of the story. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a lot, a lot to do with why I think that way. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when I first met you, like we said before, you didn't talk I did not. Um, at all. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit to um, with Maddie about this too, because she also didn't talk. Mm-hmm. But you you have, like, you speak now. Look at you. You're a big boy mm-hmm. with a big boy voice. Mm-hmm. What was that like, though, in the beginning when you were first getting to know me and wanting to try to communicate but not feeling able to speak it's really frustrating yeah i would imagine and i think people have this like thought like well you just speak you know like mm-hmm. if you really want to talk you just do it and i don't think people understand sometimes like the trauma and the anxiety like i have a lot of things i'm one of the people who has more anxiety mm-hmm. in my body um and how caught you get in your own head trying to talk Mm -hmm. and it's not that you don't want to it's like you physically can't speak you just can't make the words come out or you can't make them be words either okay um like even sometimes when you have words or have a thought it's like physically it's it's almost like your throat closes and you like physically can't make sound no sort of like when sometimes you like almost forget how to swallow yeah or like if you ever had a dream and you want to scream, but you can't make any sound. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, where you want to talk, but it's like physically, you don't know how to make words. And it, it's really frustrating. And then 
when you're frustrated and upset, it makes it even harder to talk. So mm-hmm. it kind of like compounds on each other. Sort of like people who stutter when they get like yeah. really anxious and frustrated, they can't, they get worse. Yeah. So, it's like when you focus on the stutter, you stutter more. Right. It's kind of like that. Okay. If you're focusing so hard and trying to say something, it actually gets harder to say yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm guessing that there have been times in your life where like people haven't responded very well to you not being able to make words. Yeah. I think like not being able to talk or not having the thoughts or when someone asks you to like explain why you did something, that would happen to me sometimes where people would ask like why you, why you did something or like what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like there aren't words. So either someone else would have to come over and try to make it words, but they couldn't because they weren't, they, they didn't actually experience it exactly. They didn't necessarily even know how to answer because they weren't there. Yeah. And our communication is so much better now than it used to be. So, and we did some then, but it would get choppy and it would get really confusing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd have to like try to just like share it with them as we like would pass mm-hmm. because I couldn't talk. Right. And so it, people. Did, could you talk on the inside? No, I didn't talk on the inside ever. So the first time you spoke out here was was the first time you spoke ever in your life. Yeah. I don't know if I realized that, that you had never spoken on the inside. Well, because on the inside, you can kind of, like, share stuff a little bit easier. Like, Mm -hmm. well, and you guys weren't as connected. Yeah, like, I could share my, like, thoughts or feelings, like, with people. Like, Mm -hmm. kind of just, like, give it to them, Mm -hmm. and they could kind of know what I was thinking or feeling. Mm -hmm. So I I didn't really have to talk. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think people knew it was so hard. And there were so many other things going on that that wasn't, like, the primary focus. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So, ultimately, though, you you were able to talk. Mm-hmm. What, what helped you to be able to do that, do you think, to get to that place? Because my guess is we'll have people that listen at some point who struggle with similar things. And so what what was helpful for you in kind of getting there? Or what did, like, I or other support people do that helped? Time. Okay. In what way? Kind of be out and not have to talk. Okay. And so, allowing, like, so, like, I did a lot of writing. And allowing, yeah, we did a lot of communicating by in writing. Yeah, writing or via text. Mm-hmm. Or, like, one of us would just, like, hold up our phone and would, like, type. Yeah. And then just delete it. Because um, it didn't allowing, allowing room for that, uh-huh. I think, is really important. Like, allowing... Like you let me determine when the first time I talk goes. It wasn't like, okay, today we're going to look at me talking. It just no. like happened. Yeah. Um, and and I think, like, people on the inside never pushed me to talk either. Mm-hmm. Um, because they could have. Like, they could have been like, we're not, like, listening to your thoughts or feeling mm-hmm. your feelings. Like, figure just it talk, you big baby. Yeah, and they didn't. Like, they gave me that, that space. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's just what I needed at that time. And then I think a lot of times when we first talked, I would be, like, doing a, like, a logic book or playing a video game. Like, mm-hmm. I would be doing something that was comfortable to me. Yeah. So I could kind of focus on that and not focus on being nervous about talking. Mm-hmm. And that really helped to have something else to do. Because mm-hmm. you think, like, if it had happened in, like, a therapy office where I'm just, like, sitting and I'm supposed to talk. That's yeah, you're, really, like, frozen. That's really hard. Like, I don't. And that used to happen, actually. Sometimes we'd go to therapy and if it was... Like, something that we were struggling with was something that I struggled with. We would just sit there, and, like, the therapist would be like, okay, like, whenever you're ready. And, like, I know it's, like, a, a strategy, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that, like, I was someone who, like, physically struggled to talk. Like, right. it wasn't just a... You weren't just choosing There was to. more to it than that. Yeah. And so, like, we would literally... I think one time we sat there for, like, 20 minutes and didn't say anything. It sounds horrid. 
and I just like rocked in a chair because oh, I why? like I I like and I was trying to like figure out to go in because like we just needed to switch, but it was like taking a long time, mm-hmm. and I just sat there and the therapist was like doing something else and was like, if you want to write or whatever, but I think after like after a while she was like, do you want to try to write because I like physically like I wasn't going to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't know that, that that therapist didn't know we had DID. And so that was something I don't think she realized that like, sure. it wasn't that I didn't want to talk about it. I like physically didn't know how to talk about it and hadn't. So that wasn't going to be an option for me. Do you think, um, like when you're writing, do you ever struggle to find words or is it, it's not so much finding the words as communicating? Yeah, sometimes I can't find the words, but then I just, like, I won't write. I'll just wait until it's, like, formed in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more often it's that I physically am struggling to say the words. Okay. What was it like then, like, the first time that you spoke? Awkward. <laughs> and I think, like, weird because I didn't really know my own voice. And Yeah, that makes sense. It felt really uncomfortable, and then I think... I talked a little bit, and then I didn't talk for a while again. Yeah. Um, because it also felt really scary, because it wasn't always safe for us to talk mm-hmm. or to share things. And so there was that level, too, of, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I did that. Like, what else am I going to say? Sure. Because, like, you have this stupid fear that when you start talking, you're just going to keep talking and say things you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this weird fear that, like, you're not going to have control over your words. And I don't think everyone has that. But I definitely had, like, if I start talking... What if I don't stop and I say mm-hmm. something I shouldn't? I think people with trauma feel that way a little bit, though. Like, if I it, like I have this secret, or not always, but sometimes, like, I have this secret. If I say anything about it, I might say too much. It sounds kind of similar to what you're describing. Yeah, there's actually um, a form of OCD mm-hmm. that you, like, worry that you're just going to blurt out, like, really stupid or hurtful things. <laughs> So like, don't, you don't talk or you have to do like rituals so that because mm-hmm. you're afraid you're just gonna like blurt out insults mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of like that it's not it's not the same like it's not yeah. OCD but it's a similar feeling of like you worry so much about what you're gonna say that if you start talking you don't know what you're gonna say and that mm-hmm. feels really scary so then it's just better to not talk sort of a control thing yeah that makes sense and yet here you are talking I know how do you feel about it now um, I think I feel better about it now. I think I got to a point where there were people in my life that knew about us that I wanted to talk to. Mm-hmm. And that frustration of not being able to talk to them mm-hmm. helped me, like, decide that, it, like, for me, it was time to start talking. But sure. it was then it was my choice because I wanted to communicate mm-hmm. with people. That makes sense. And I, it's funny because... Now, sometimes I forget that you didn't used to talk or that you, like, still sometimes struggle with it. Like, when you're upset, I think you have more trouble, mm-hmm. um, like, For making sure. words and communicating. But just, like, when we're just, like, together, um, like, hanging out or whatever, sometimes, like, you'll all of a sudden be having trouble with something and it, it'll, I'll have to, like, remind myself, oh, wait, like, this is still relatively new for him. Uh, because I do think that most of the time you communicate really well. Yeah, and I think, like, I was listening to your voice when you were talking a little bit earlier, and I feel like you sort of settled into your voice a little bit, too. Like, there was more, I don't know, like, variability or, like, sounding a little bit like other people when I first, like, when you were first talking. Yeah, I think 
I think it it was because people had to kind of be there mm -hmm. just in case I like panicked or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so there was more of their voice coming in a little bit. It was less just me. Yeah. It's nice to hear just you. Have you have the like freedom to be able to, to talk as just you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what else the world should know about you. Is there anything else like in particular that you think it's important to share? It's pretty much me. What was your role for the system in the beginning? Like when you first came more in the early years? You don't have to say a lot about it because I know it's not a pleasant role. Um, kind of serving as an early protector for some of the girls. Which included taking some trauma of your own. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I took the majority of it, but it was like, like when they got to a threshold where they couldn't anymore, okay. then I would step like, in. tap in. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, you have a twin sister. I do. Um, whose name was originally also Charlie. Which well, Charlotte, but Charlie. Yes. It wasn't confusing at all. Yeah, I think it's because we didn't, we often, um, like, shared mm -hmm. trauma. Yeah, you didn't have your own identities, really. Yeah, and so, and she didn't talk either. No. She still doesn't talk a lot. Um, no, she doesn't. But yeah, we really didn't exist without the other. Mm -hmm. um, we really didn't have our own. We, we don't like similar things. No, so, you're very different. Um, but I think it was too scary to function without the other person. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really have our own identities. And now we do. Was there any sense of loss during the time when you two were like, growing into yourselves, which in some ways meant growing away from each other. I don't know about loss exactly, but there was definitely a, um, a struggle. Um, I don't know. It's like being in a relationship and you have to be okay, like growing together and still being your own people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of like learning that it was safe to be our own people and that we would still be really close and that that like, that closeness and what we shared wouldn't change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see where there would be, like, a, a fear of losing each other. Yeah. And not, like, we still hang out a lot, and we're still really close. And so, like, I think learning that that wasn't going to change was good. Yeah. Well, and I remember when she decided to change her name. I think that was the scariest part. She was so afraid to tell you. Yeah. Um, but it felt really good because... My name felt very comfortable to me. Yeah. Um, a lot of people changed and you didn't. Yeah, I don't know. My name just felt comfortable, but... Um, because I think I was always Charlie, mm -hmm. and she was, like, Charlotte but Charlie, so mm -hmm. it was, like, she was kind of her own person, but very attached to me. Mm -hmm. And not that I was, like, stronger or better, but, like, that's just how it was. We were just yeah. attached to each other, and she kind of attached... To, like my name did you come first or did you come at the same time do you know the same time same time and so it was like she needed her own thing she needed to, to break away from she that did. she needed More to find herself um, and yeah i was actually really happy for her and it was really good to see her feel comfortable enough to be her own person yeah i agree she's blossomed a lot since the name change for sure yeah so it was good okay okay
Um, so I'll let Charlie tell you her name. Yeah, I feel like that's her job for sure. But that's why you don't see a Charlotte or another Charlie because it's not her name anymore. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you won't hear that name in the intro. You won't, but but you'll meet you'll it's a her. You'll meet her. And, yeah, and she's great. Yeah. So she's yeah, she's also a little quieter. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, I'm trying to think other things that would be important for people to know about you. I think you're one of the people that's out a little bit less, or at least out as primary a little bit less. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, is that, so something I wonder sometimes is like, there's a few people that are out really a lot, and then there's other people that kind of come and go more depending on like the activity. Do you guys like ever feel like you're not getting a turn to be out or like, I don't know, like, it's not fair somehow? No. No. Well, because I think the thing is, like, we can all share space really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's gotten so much better. Yeah, and it doesn't tire us out as much. So, like, if people really wanted to be out more, they could be. Mm-hmm. That's fair. There's no, like, stopping people from coming out sure. now. So that part's better. Yeah, in the beginning, it was, a, I feel like, a lot more... There's a lot more like negotiating, almost. Like, like, you couldn't just come out, really. You had to know when and if it was safe and mm-hmm. who you're going to be talking to. And um, it's a lot different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be a lot more of, like, I don't know, like, me asking for somebody or, like. Yeah. It was just different. Whereas now I will just, like, be hanging out with your body and be like, oh, hey, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been an interesting thing and I think something that, I don't know people aren't some people do really well and some people maybe not as much but like being able to like notice oh that's charlie's smile or that's trey's laugh or you know those are jess's eyes or whatever and Mm -hmm. um it's been interesting because i spend less time with you guys as individuals and so much more as collective yeah and sometimes like i miss people as individuals a little bit um but it's also really, really cool when I get, like, those glimpses that are, like, oh, they're still there. Mm-hmm. Like, I still get to see them. All right. I think that that's probably all I can think of today. There's probably other things that we're missing and that you will join us in other episodes to talk about. But for today, I think that's a lot of words for someone who doesn't always talk a lot. Yeah, I would, I would say I'm getting... Reaching your quota? A little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Your voice got a little quieter again. Um, So in any case, if you guys have questions for Charlie, he will happily write answers to you. Yeah, that I'm more than capable. (laughs) And he'll probably be willing to answer them on the podcast too, depending on what they are. Um, So if you have any questions for me about any of the things we talked about today or anyone else in the body... And just a reminder, it helps if you would put the name, like if you're addressing it to a specific person, so that we can just get it right to that person, so the right person answers it. And you can reach us by... Um, On some of the platforms, you can send us um, a direct message. Otherwise, you can email us at mypuzzlepiecespodcast at gmail.com, and that will be in the episode description in case you didn't catch it or you're not sure. All right. I think that's all we've got for you tonight. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.